Hey, Emmy, can you say this is dinner for dessert? This is dinner for dessert. Close enough. Hey, Eric. Hey, Pop. I have two questions I want to ask you today, but I'm only going to ask you one of them. But I want you to choose which question I ask you. Okay. Do you want a brain teaser question or do you want a thought provoking question? I'm going to have to go with thought provoking. Okay. Thought provoking it is. If you had to pick one year of your life to just redo over and over in perpetuity for eternity, what year of your life would that be? What year was our first tour with the band? Uh, it was the summer of 2005. Hold on, wait. Do I have my knowledge from today when I could redo that year? You have your not... Uh, ooh, good question. Wait, I got Because that's a game changer. Yeah, Jones, does Eric have his knowledge from now when he goes and, and relives this year? Yeah, I would 100%. I would say you keep your knowledge from now. You keep your knowledge from now, but there's more. There's more stipulations. Okay. Um, the year starts in the calendar year, you know, January 1st, and then December 31st, strike at midnight, you start all over again. So you remember everything, but the rest of the world, everything you did for that year is a race and starts over. So it's like the movie Groundhog Day, but it's like Groundhog Year. So now do I restart the year then, or do I come back to my normal year? No, you restart the year because you're gonna, this is your eternity now. You don't ever progress in life. You just stay in this one year. Forever. Oh, so I'm choosing a year that I'm going to have to repeat now for the rest of my, my life. No, not for the rest of your life. For the rest of eternity. <laughs> Shit. Um, that's a crazy question. Yeah. So two, let's start with 2005. You're not, that's not your answer, but let's just, let's just think it through. 2005 January 2005 I was 24 okay whole world in my hands the whole world going out on our first tour with the band which uh, started in June June 3rd yeah, I think June 3rd crazy experiences that might be the year it's a good year it was a really good year we also wrote and recorded our, our first full length album as a, as a as a rock and roll uh, group. What, yes. do they, what do they call them? Rock and roll groups? They call them an outfit. Oh, outfit. As a, yeah. as a rock and roll outfit by the name of Deciding Tonight. Yeah. I may have to choose 04, we said it was, or 05. 05. Damn it, Eric. I'm terrible We literally just said 2005, 30 <laughs> seconds ago. Pay attention, man. No, I kidding. may have to choose 05. Yeah. That's a, that's a great year. It was, I, like, if I get to relive it with you because I'm, I'm going mean, to be in your... I mean, you would, yeah. Yeah, then I'm cool with 2005. Um, but would you definitely take this deal or would you just say, nah, I'm just going to live a regular life and, and not because this this path is immortality, too. So you live forever, but you literally reset everything that you accomplish every year. Yeah. So like if you fall in love and like meet this awesome girl of your <laughs> dreams or whatever. I know that's the funniest thing I've said on the show so far. But if in some weird warped reality you fall in love with someone and uh, and December thirty first comes, you kiss her as the ball drops, and then back to January first, and uh, 
all is forgotten. But I still have the memory. You have the memory, so but you're she just has no stack, idea who she you're just who you are. stacking memories and emotions Correct. for eternity. Correct, Amundo. Yeah, let's do it. You'll do it. Yeah. 2005, dude. When have I not been down for an adventure? I just it sucks for me because I don't think I in this in this um, situation I don't think I remember. So like all the fun stuff we do, I have to like reset and do it over. It's cool. By January third, I'd fill you in on everything that's happened, and it would be <laughs> like you you have remembered everything. It'd be like fifty first dates. Yeah, fifty first friendships. <laughs> You'd be my Drew Barrymore. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. Okay. So are you happy that you chose thought provoking? I have to write you a song <laughs> called Sweet Pompey and oh. sing it to you every time the year started. <laughs> Oh, that would be amazing. I kind of want this to happen now. <laughs> yeah. Let's make this happen. Jones, can we make this happen? 100%. Call the Kia factory. I'm sure they have a, a car for this. <laughs> oh, awesome. All right. So are you glad you picked thought provoking over yeah, brain teaser? Definitely. Are you going to give us brain teasing or are you going to save that? I'll save it. I'll okay. save it for next week, I think. Uh, I like that. Save yeah. it for next week. Yeah. It's a good one. Oh, man. That's I'm this is going to this is going to F with my head all day now this this choice I just made cuz I made that pretty damn quick. I know, you didn't even think it through. Like there's a <laughs> lot of downsides to the to the choice. It's uh there's no there's no all perfect answer to this one. Yeah, I think for me I'd probably it'd be coin flip. Would you pick 2019? Um <laughs> Wow. You know what it, it would be between uh this past year. This past year was awesome. And what was the year that the Confidentials did a bunch of stuff? There was a band. Who's the Confidentials? The the band I was in. That was know. a rock and roll outfit yeah, that Mike Jones right. was a part of before deciding tonight. <laughs> that's yeah. what I wanted to say. That I was, was a, in a rock and roll outfit called the Confidentials. Yeah, there was a there was a year where we had done a bunch of cool stuff, and then we were also doing dinner for dessert at the same time, and that was a pretty good time. Was that the first first round of uh, DFD? Yeah, I think so. And uh, the lost tapes. <laughs> Yeah. The Lost Tapes of DFD. It, yeah, it'd be coin flip between either that year, whatever year that was. I feel like it was like 2013 or something like that. And this past year has been so great. Like this past year has been like everything's on the up and up. So Yeah, I've decided to choose for you, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think you should pick 2018. Yeah, yeah. me too. You, right. You've uh, you moved in with your lady friend. You yeah. Got, you got a, a job you love. You got a podcast you love. 2018 was a, was a, was a strong year for Mike Jones. Yeah, I had a couple of peanut butter and jellies. You did. You had so much Red Bull. I oh, know because I seen it. <laughs> oh, so, man. I drink a lot of Red Bull. Even plum flavored Red Bull. <laughs> plum flavored Red Bull is awesome, by the way. I love plums. <laughs> I actually don't believe that it's real. Like, I know Joan said it on the show, but I've never seen plum flavored Red Someone Bull. Someone else, um, oh, I forget who, somebody else texted me like after we had the Red Bull conversation on the show and told me that that plum does exist. I could I, guarantee, I could go to 7-Eleven. I still don't believe block. it either. <laughs> I, I'm going to go to 7-Eleven at the end of their block after the show's over. Get a can and bring it back here. Please do. I need to try it. I'm holding you to that. You know how I'm going to hold you to it? I'm going to say it right now on the air. We're going to post a picture of it. Yes. In about... What, so today's what? Saturday morning. Today's, it, today is Saturday morning. Today is Saturday morning. Today's Saturday. It's the morning. <laughs> But by sometime around noon, it's almost the noon. Oh, so by like 1 p.m. Saturday, there should be an Instagram post with a yes. Mike Jones holding a plum flavored Red Bull. If that doesn't exist on Instagram, then Mike Jones is a liar. <laughs> it's Jesus. all Mike Jones who's the liar. Yeah, not me and Eric. We are completely innocent. No, there's going to be a photo with every flavor. <laughs> there's going to be orange, lime, cranberry, coconut, which is the best one. I, can, oh, I, can, I, what? can I call dibs on the coconut one? If you really make this run to... to oh, I want plum, hands down. Yeah, so I'll get coconut, you get the rum. I mean, plum. 
<laughs> or you can get rum too. Whatever, whatever yeah. floats your boat. Rub steel skin. <laughs> Pina colada, son. Nice. Um, um, all right. So we don't use Facebook much anymore. It's the right? worst. Facebook. Stinks. I don't even use Facebook anymore personally, but I do like to go on every day when I get the alert on my phone that my memories are popped up because I like to see like the dumb things that have gone on in our lives in the past. It's like the best part of my day sometimes. So I get one a couple of days ago and I go on and it's you pomp had posted something on my Facebook wall that said, if you're ever stuck in quicksand, here's, here's a video on how to free yourself. Like you give me like a little PSA. It was like a legit how to escape quicksand. Video. Okay. So it's an, it's a cartoon video of how to escape quicksand. What happened from that point, though, like, which I first of all, I appreciate it. Like, you're always looking out for me. That's why I love you. Because I, I appreciate you. And I want, and I want <laughs> and you to I, live. You. I want you to live. And I, you. I love you, Eric. <laughs> I love you, Jonesy. I appreciate you. I love both of you guys. Do you appreciate us? I appreciate the both of you guys. Nice. So the comment thread. I'm feeling good right now. Oh, I'm always feeling good. The comment thread of this quicksand PSA immediately turned into our tax sinking in quicksand from the never ending story. Now, uh, from our childhood, there wasn't, you know, there were some sad things, but none more sad than the movie never ending story. When Atreyu loses his horse, our into quicksand. It's the saddest scene ever. It's slow. That's and terrible. <laughs> that's our generation's Kennedy assassination. Yes. Like I remember where I was when <laughs> when Artax died in the quicksand. <laughs> oh man. So it sprung into that, and now since that day, we've done this thing where um, if things are going really well in our lives, one of us will just send that YouTube clip to the others and like completely ruin the day. It is the ultimate mood ruiner watch that scene like there's no way to recover from it once it happens yeah so if you've never watched this scene i'd suggest after you list finish listening to this episode you go on youtube and just type in artax quicksand quicksand <laughs> enjoy oh it's terrible so uh when me and pomp first started sending these back and forth jones of course had a had a one-up us so he sends us the ending from the series David the Gnome, which I had never watched oh. when it aired. But it turns out that these freaking gnomes with their pet dog go into the forest to die. Yeah, it's the, the way they ended that show was. Oh, my, this is a children's show on Nickelodeon. Yeah, it was a cartoon. You know, the little lawn gnomes that, you know, they were the lawn gnomes were actual living creatures in the forest. And in this cartoon show, they always ride around on a pet fox. Um, and uh, it was a fox. That's right. Not a, a dog. Yeah. And this, the way they ended the show, they just like he just rides off into the into the woods to die. They're, <laughs> You're like, like, well, Jesus. they're like, well, it's our time, so we're just going to go into this open field and turn into trees. And the fox is just sitting there, like crying his eyes out, like not knowing why they just left yeah, them. It's crazy, and then even the music's all sad. It's oh, like an it's Amy brutal. Shark song. <laughs> <laughs> It's the opposite of a door. Yeah. Oh, it's brutal. And the yeah. thing about that David the Gnome show is that the tone of that show for every other episode could not be happier. No, they yeah. were like the happiest couple. You know what I think happened? Like the writers of the show did not want it to end and then the show got canceled. They're like, oh yeah, you're going to cancel us? Yeah. I'm going to leave you a little nugget of awesome. We're taking this to Darktown yeah. real quick. Dude, it was like the Smurfs with no Gargamel. It was that happy. <laughs> yeah. Like no jokey Smurf 
being a jerk. Like, <laughs> it was really, really, really happy. It was the happiest show ever until that one episode just <laughs> erased all the happiness from like 12 seasons before. So now for like the last decade of our life, these have been uh, day runers that we specifically sent to each other. Yeah. Those two, <laughs> nothing beats those two. Those, I can't, those uh, are it. Those are like, you know, there's there's moments where I, you know, that are upsetting to me that have been in, in movies and stuff like uh, Bruce Willis sacrificing himself in Armageddon. That shit always gets me. That's a big one. That's a big one. A big that one. show, uh, that movie is, and it could be a show too. They should make a series. Armageddon. <laughs> this, this, can you make Armageddon a series? Like what do you do after season one? No, no just, you just stretch it. Just like the longest apocalypse of all time. The movie itself was like over two hours. You could stretch that into four seasons. That's true. But that movie you know, for a lot of, you know, it was kind of like cheesy-ish. But it's it, okay. It was like done really well. Yeah, and it's also because they assembled a mega cast. Yeah. Think about it. Oh, Think I love, about that cast. Oh, it's amazing. It's Bruce Willis, Ben Affleck when he was like in his prime. Yeah. And he's, total, back, he's back to prime. Prime form Affleck was yeah. awesome. Yeah, this is pre-Geely. You got, pre, yes. Yeah. You got Billy Bob Thornton. Yep. Um... The the dude from Men at Work who said never touch another man's fries, that yep. guy, that guy, <laughs> he's, he rules. Yep. Uh, Owen Wilson, Steve Buscemi, the guy from Herman's Head. Yes, that guy, the guy from Herman's Head. Is that such a random reference? Oh, I forgot that show existed. Literally every single person listening to the show is like, I have no idea what you're talking about right now. <laughs> There's a show called Herman's Head. It was great. You should watch it. <laughs> that guy it basically it focused on this dude's brain and the people that were in like the different chambers of his brain it was it was pretty well done it was yeah. funny for its for its time yeah one of the people in his inner monologue in his brain was this chubby guy <laughs> that was also an armageddon so good i'm looking up the cast right now ving rames like, right yeah was I'm it ving rames yeah i'm looking up the cast right now and was charlton heston in that movie or was michael clark duncan it was michael clark duncan and okay charlton heston was in it that's what it's saying here it's also saying that Eddie Griffin played a bike messenger. Like, even the, the extras were super famous. Yes, Eddie Griffin played the bike messenger in the city when it got a, uh, demolished by the piece of the asteroid. Oh. He had, like, a, a minute. He, cameo. He, yeah, like, he might have opened the movie, oh. to be honest. So, I don't remember Charlton Heston, though. Me neither. That one's throwing me for a loop right now. That there was, was no damn dirty apes in this movie. Yeah. So That was just a, a Google thing. I'm, I'm going out to the IMDb. Okay. Well... Either way, that movie, for being like a blockbuster, like popcorn flick, had a pretty sad moment when, when Bruce Willis sacrifices himself. It was forever. sad, and it was also like, this guy is truly the, like, the best hero. He, yeah, he's like the guy that everyone, every man wants to be. Yes. You know? Like, yes. awesome dad, protect, protective of his daughter, yep. like, loves his job, like, loves what he does. Uh, brave yeah he's basically like us three <laughs> he's like if you took us three and like, mushed us into one mushed dude. us into one human it would be bruce willis and armageddon pretty much yeah pretty i mean Obviously. basically yeah. yeah how do you think they got him to be in that movie like they went up to him and said like hey we're gonna pay you 30 million bucks to look awesome yeah and, yeah. To, and to be one of the most remembered heroes yeah oh what a good movie it's, um real quick uh if you want to hear about a shitty movie I watched. Sure. I watched Aqu- Bird Box too. No, I watched Still Bird Boxing. I watched Aquaman last night. Oh yeah, terrible. Oh my god, what a horrendous movie! It's funny because uh, some of our friends—I uh, won't name any names—really liked the movie. Which friends? Please name names. 
I think Blank Man. No, he Blank didn't. Man. The first thing he said when he got home from the movie in that chat was the best part of it was when uh, the la- the credits hit and some guy in the theater just yelled out, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> he said that was the best part of the movie. Oh, so crazy. Blank didn't love it. Oh, okay. All right. See, I almost I almost slandered his, his good name on the, on the air. No, uh, I watched it. I understand why people like Jason Momoa. He's a very handsome, charming, uh, charming man. Zero acting ability. Can't act. He is awful. Uh, and they tried to make him like funny and witty. It just didn't work. It did not work one bit. I only watched it just so I could speak on it on the show one way or the other. I went in like if it was good. I don't care if it's good. I'm going to tell you it's good. It was bad. Wow. I so, saw I saw in the theater and I, I I enjoyed it because it was a cool thing to watch in a theater and like yes it l- looked cool and sounded cool yeah the, the problem with it is like I feel like someone like cut the script up and they said okay here funny guy you take this part of the script and you direct that part and then action guy Michael Bay guy like you go and direct yes. this part and then we're gonna just smash them together and it's like from scene to scene it's like ridiculous it's like there's like a Popeye scene where like he goes like this like does like the Dusty Rhodes like you know we're on uh, punch. we're on audio so yeah. no one could see the, the, the gestures you're doing he was doing the speed punch he was doing the, the punching bag yeah. yeah he's doing like the speed bag to a guy and then like the next scene it's like oh no like like super super dramatic like it it goes way up and way down it was whoever edited this movie I mean it was obviously under somebody's direction yeah it it did not flow it, it sound, was so it like, up and down. It sounds like it was like paint by numbers Marvel movie, right? They're trying to make it like a Marvel movie, but it's not. It's the problem DC. is you can't yeah. because he's not a Chris Pratt. He's not a Chris Hemsworth. Like he's not a, a Robert Downey Jr. Like these guys are naturally charming, charming, good actors, but also yeah. funny. Yeah. You know, not like in the stand up comedian sense funny, but like witty all of them are it's crazy all even, of them even uh like mark ruffalo ruffalo who's a dramatic actor by but he's trade, also got the witty comedy witty chops. funny yeah. yes they're all that's why like you just you can't you can't manufacture that like that that no you ca- ha- charisma you have to instead of yes, using charm charisma. charisma yeah you have to cast that you can't put that in something where it doesn't exist yeah that's yeah. what happened with jason momoa yeah it's a shame. now if you cast this as like just a straight up brutal R-rated action like an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Yeah. Like he could be like the Terminator. He could have played that role way better than what they tried to make him play. Yeah, that's not good. So, would this count as the anti-recommendation section of the show right now? I mean, I do. <laughs> I feel like I've been doing that more than I've been doing Rex. Yeah, you got a lot of haterade in your blood, but it's okay because you're going to have some plum flavored Red Bull to <laughs> I replace can't wait. it later. I can't wait. <laughs> I think that brings us to the next uh, segment of the show, which is my favorite segment, by the way, the feedback loop. Wow, we're we're professionals. <laughs> I still laugh at that song. <laughs> Well done, Jonesy. There's something in the background I just caught for the first time where you're like, ah, that's fantastic. Like, I never heard that part before. I, I love the, we're professionals, send it. <laughs> it's like when DMX does the talking over all his raps, where like when he says, uh, 
uh, I'll shoot you. And he goes like, boom. And he says the, the <laughs> noise of the gun makes. Like, those are my favorite things. And I just caught you doing the, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. <laughs> uh, Jones, you're a good man. Thank you. Uh, brilliant. So um, last episode, we had Allison Arnon on, who was fantastic. And just a big thank you to her again. Yeah, we're getting so much great speaking of feedback loop we're getting such good feedback on allison's yes. performance they think she's way cooler and funnier than us by i know the way. she totally showed us up yeah we're totally out of a job now because of allison but whatever so allison got her boyfriend leo to listen to the podcast and hey leo, hey leo. and he goes uh he actually i quote says to her i swear to god when you air fried last night the apartment smelled like a pool that makes me so happy that someone else agreed with me that the air fryers smell like pools then Jones and his wonderful fiance Terry used their air fryer for the first time, and Terry agreed with me that it smelled like a pool as well. I'm not crazy. Oh no, no. I, I personally agree with you. It smelled like a pool. <laughs> yes. Like we we turned it. We hooked the whole thing up. First off, you were right. We had to take out a million pieces of plastic. <laughs> yeah. We unboxed it. We took out the plastic. We plugged it in. I put my shoe in. I turned it on. It smelled <laughs> like a pool. That's crazy. And you guys want me to buy an air fryer still? Dude, that smell rules. It's a good smell? I mean, I love the smell of pools, but I don't know right before eating dinner if I want to smell Harrow's, the you pool, do. The you pool do. store. You do. Okay. Oh, it goes goes away right away. We made uh, chicken dumplings. That was so good. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. I bought a whole box of friable stuff just to keep like around. My jalapeno poppers are ready to go. Can't All right. wait. All right. I'll buy one. I'll buy one. You gotta, you're the only one that doesn't have one now. You have to get it. After we're off the air, we're going to go on Amazon. You guys are going to show me which one to buy. Deal? Yeah, 100. Word. Okay, what else? We had a lot of feedback this week. A lot of feedback this week. This is a hefty note. for like We write our <laughs> notes about you know our show notes, and this one is like seven pages long. So, all right, what else we got? All right, so uh, you had somebody tell you they'd be willing to part with a substantial part of their salary to witness you legitimately pursue a Korean pop career, K-pop absolute gold that you were told yeah yes this is a new listener of ours a new listener of ours uh was very excited at the prospect of me becoming a korean pop star uh you know my name obviously will be k-pop i don't think he's alone in that either yeah like, i think feel like people, we'd all be behind you on that would you guys support my my career my I'd, rear, I'd rear you in that career <laughs> <laughs> here's what we need to have happen right i'm i'm gonna write out like a bunch of random korean sentences i'm gonna have you read them on the show and then in like a week's time, you're going to have a K-pop song with your vocals. Yep. That's got to happen. That's how it works. That's amazing. Are you going to auto to me to sound good? 100%. Oh, awesome. He's going to make it. He's made two hits already out of nothing. Yeah. Feedback Loop is one of the best songs I've heard in like the last five years. So, And the, one, the best one before that was We're Being Attacked. So. Oh, We're Being Attacked is a great song. Man, you could write a whole album just, just taking our words <laughs> from the show. It's pretty great. Uh, so this same listener actually had a lot of good feedback for us. The other one was, uh, now this is just everyone, don't let your egos get out of control. Very naturally flowing conversations, extremely funny, and uh, he loves that it's just dudes being dudes talking about everything, everyday things, um, and definitely has a, we have a new fan in him. He's, well, he's all in. He also is hoping some merch is released soon. Yes. Well, we do have new uh, gift bags which for the next people who come over as guests on the show, they're going to get a nice gift bag with the Dinner for Dessert logo on it. Made by? Brown Bag Art by Amy. Uh, uh, Amy is a fantastic artist, and she does 
all artwork by hand. So hand draws literally every single gift bag. Um, so so if you ever need any like you know any type of giveaway stuff after like a children's party or birthday party, whatever, definitely check out Brown, Brown Bag Art by Amy. Did we link her in a post? Uh, before we went on the air today we did we did so you can actually go to our instagram and we put up a picture of the bag she made and you can uh, click on it give her a follow and if you need any customized gifts made gift bags made she's she's your girl she's awesome yeah uh this same listener gave us a lot of feedback wow yeah he I like, also I like this person. Yeah, he's the man. Uh, he also agreed that Queens, the county of Queens, uh, literally does always smell like bologna. So I'm not crazy. No, and I, I kind of love that. Yeah, being a, a fan of the bologna. I mean, it bring it gives character to, to Queens, New York. Um, what else? Uh, oh, we got a cease and desist letter from Cuba Gun Junior. <laughs> I don't know if that counts as feedback or a lawsuit. I don't know, <laughs> but but that happened. I, 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 no idea who sent us this letter um it's unbelievable we put it in our story the other day on instagram i know a bunch of you commented us on it yeah Yeah, fantastic made my week yeah i mean it made my week because i think it's a joke but if it's not then we have to get a lawyer (laughs) i'm I'm hoping it's a joke because it's addressed to chloe's room and that's the only reason yeah that that was like the giveaway like this seems like a real legit cease and desist until i realized it was addressed to chloe's room studios Um, and and the email address was this is really cuba gooding at (laughs) gmail.com so i'm gonna go ahead (laughs) Uh, i didn't know it came from this is really cuba gooding that's Uh, great you know, I, I said his name last week a lot, and uh, I'm gonna have to switch it up to somebody else. <laughs> Why? No, no, don't, don't let, don't back down until we're, he until we're gonna he, fight this lawsuit until he comes on this show and pleads his case. We're not stopping. Yeah, we're getting Johnny Cochran on the case. We're gonna beat this thing. <laughs> we're gonna get Jackie Childs. <laughs> uh, we got a lot of damn. We got so much feedback. All right, the other one is pineapple on pizza. We talked about it last week. We talked about it last week, and it became like a thing. Like I was getting texts. Uh, DMs on Instagram about this. So I put up a little uh, a poll on the dinner for dessert Instagram. We had so many people vote on this and no one by a 55 to 45 percentage way closer than I thought it was. No, be. like, no, I won't eat it. Like, no, like my I, question was just pineapple on pizza question mark. Yes or no. And people 55 percent for no 45 percent for yes. Way closer. We had a huge turnout in voting that's crazy because i was always you know in the in the i felt like i was in the minority by loving pineapple but we're really not by much man a 10 percent swing like that's crazy man i feel like we would have won the popular vote but lost in the electoral college so i'm gonna do it right now i'm gonna throw out a huge thank you and you rule to everyone who voted yes yes thank you and keep you know, interacting with our Instagram. We're getting there. Even you know voters uh, keep interacting too, but I just look at you as a little less. Yeah, we don't respect you, but we appreciate you. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we always appreciate. Um, yeah, we've been getting better at our at our social media, I think, right? Because we got, that's always the feedback. Like, you guys suck on social media. We're getting better. And like Allison put us on blast live on the show, so. She did. But we're getting better. We are. I, I'm feeling, we're trying. I, we're trying anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah here's, here's another one. I don't know if this is feedback or just um a suggestion suggestion okay <laughs> since you guys love taco bell and Shits creek so much you should rename the show taco shits <laughs> what do you think about that jones 
taco shits? <laughs> like for Taco Bell and Shits Creek. <laughs> I can't tell people I'm on a podcast called Taco Shits. <laughs> okay, so there's a there's a there's a backup just in case. <laughs> but you guys also love Amy Shark so much, so you could also just rename it Taco Shark, which what, is a lot better. Yeah, Taco Shark probably works better. Taco Shark, uh, okay, not as good as dinner for dessert. Dinner for desserts to tops right now. Yeah, for sure. We're not renaming the show, by the way. <laughs> Jones is like legitimately <laughs> He's like concerned. So concerned. He's like, wait, you're good. Why are you even? entertaining this one <laughs> don't worry jonesy we're not changing the show name oh <laughs> oh my god so i think we should save some of the feedback for for next week because this is like yeah, yeah yeah definitely definitely um what you want to jump into this week i learned or what do you want to jump into right now yeah we got a lot of stuff we learned this we have week. news stories too i mean we have so much stuff going on yeah i i say we just barrel through the this week i learned stuff because holy crap we learned a lot all right well can I tell you two crazy things I learned right off the bat? Yeah. First one, which blew my mind, was the ozone layer is healing itself and a full recovery is expected by the year 2050 to 2060. Now, growing up, we heard so much about um, aerosol and how it completely destroyed the ozone layer. The shit's fixing. It's going to be good again. Fucking everyone rules. That's amazing. Captain Planet is so excited right now. <laughs> that like <laughs> When we were young... The fear, that was like a big deal, right? People are like, man, if you spray hairspray outside, you're literally going to die. The sun is going to kill us all. It's just going to become like that scene in Terminator 2 <laughs> at the playground when yes. everyone just gets like yes. like liquidated. Yeah. Skeletons out there <laughs> everywhere. It's going to be like that guy in Superman 4 with the nails. Like He's yeah. just going to come out from the sky yes. and be like, I'm uh, the sun guy. Bye. <laughs> so yeah. yeah it's nice a, job, everyone. Neato. We've literally fixed... A huge issue with the world. That's a that's a big deal. Yeah, no, maybe no. aliens won't hate us as much now. Yeah, maybe the lunch for brunch people in in <laughs> in the alien podcast will come visit us now. Now, how much do you know about this? Like, is there a reason why this is happening? Uh, no, apparently it was never as bad as they made it out to be. Oh, and it is uh, it's something that will self heal over time. But also, we've we've cut down on the use of aerosol. Like, yeah. Even things that are in spray bottles now are an aerosol. So they use, I think they don't use that whatever chemical was banned. Yeah, they that's just what it ultimately like, it's just comes down to. Compressed air now. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So that right there, just the amount of people. And I guess hairspray kind of went out. You know, yeah. there was a time in the 80s where you just carried it and sprayed four bottles a night on your head, and that probably wasn't good. Yeah, probably wasn't. But do you think that there was ever enough air spray usage that actually was impacting the ozone? No, the more I read of this article, the more they, they, <laughs> without saying it, they were like, uh, this problem was led to be a lot worse than it was. It was never truly depleting or depleted, yeah. but it was showing signs of damage. Yeah. You know what I mean? They kind of like used it as that news scare. Yeah, better safe than sorry. That's the only way you could get people to change anything is if you scare the hell out of them but right? i mean so. e- even learning that the ozone layer self heals that's good enough to make my nerdy self happy yeah i'm happy that was like a new thing i learned that's pretty awesome that's a good one that's a good start right yeah off the bat i also learned like real quick that the freshest best culture um like fresh food you mean fresh food yeah like it led consumers to wrongly see frozen produce as lower quality turns out after like multiple multiple experiments Frozen fruits and vegetables are equally as nutritious as fresh fruits and vegetables. That's huge. And I am not shocked because I, I think there's so much BS in the food world, like in the health world. And I think people, equal. 
I'm talking full on equal. Yeah, I don't think what people used to say like, oh, and same thing with microwaving stuff. That'll be the next one that we could debunk. <laughs> oh, if you microwave it, it loses its nu- nutrients. How does it? Where do they go? <laughs> Like, just explain to me, like, how the, the vitamins in the in the vegetables, where are they? They're, like, stuck in my microwave now. I have to clean <laughs> That's out. That's the shit you wipe off the inside uh, of the door. Yeah. It's the, People are not bright. And, you know, the thing is, like, you believe it because you read it on these stupid blogs and stuff. It's like, listen to scientists. Don't listen to, like, bloggers. Please, stop it. Everyone's crazy. Yeah, man. Tell them. <laughs> yeah, I just got really mad. <laughs> Holy crap. I gotta, so, I gotta cool down Jonesy. It's a good thing You're wearing that <laughs> yeah. Moisture wicking hoodie Yeah Eric was making fun Of my outfit today So I'm wearing From the waist up I'm wearing oh, Like a workout outfit And from the waist down I'm wearing like Like work pants <laughs> It makes zero sense And it's but, not a normal hoodie though It's like that 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 moisture wicking material That like golfers wear I feel like I'm about or To do like, nine, nine holes after work Or if he's like Training for the combine And doing like an in, in, Indoor like NFL workout Like that's what he'd be wearing I should have one of those Like runners Like numbers On my, on my chest <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I'm also barefoot and you guys are like fully dressed and I feel you weird. Well, I mean, I'm in pajamas. <laughs> yeah, you don't. I mean, but you're wearing a dress hoodie. I wear PJs to the show. That's my thing. Yeah. I only record this show in pajamas. But you look so good in your pajamas. Thanks, man. So those were the two things that like that I learned um, that really made me excited this week. Uh, those are very good ones. And they're both um, super posy, super positive. I love it. I was going for positive. I love it. Aquaman it- screwed me up. So I was, I was trying to find things to make me happy. <laughs> did it work? How you feel about Oh, 100%. It? Well, there you go. Jonesy, did you learn anything this week? I did. You want to tell us about it? I do. <laughs> <laughs> the floor is yours, sir. <laughs> it's not off the it's not off the notes. So I'm just going to go off the top of my head with this one. But uh a couple of years ago, um I found out that CBS, the broadcasting station, it's on television, who broadcasts these golf tournaments, they were piping in the noises of birds in the area uh, to kind of like wash out like the sounds of um, like dead air on this. Like, yeah, like dead air on, on the broadcast. Didn't you tell us this one already? No. Jones didn't tell us this fun fact. No, I mean, I told you in person and we never got to say it on the show. Oh yeah. So uh, the CBS stopped doing this after a viewer pointed out that the bird calls they were using to pipe in were not of the native species of birds <laughs> near where the tournament was being played. That part you didn't tell us. I love people. <laughs> That's amazing. That's when I love people. Uh, when there's a guy going, up. oh, these, fu- these fucking guys are cheating. It's a, they're lying. That's like when I watch uh, cop shows, and I, I always used to ask Jonesy. So <laughs> this is one that used to drive me crazy. Bro, this isn't even written. I know where you're going right now yeah. because we've talked about it since we were like 14. Yeah, this is something that I thought I was crazy. There's a soundbite that I've heard over and over in movies on real cop shows when it's supposed to be like an actual cop show, like not like Rescue 911 or Cops or all those things. It would go 7825, code six, suspect turn left on, blah, blah, blah. And like, I don't know what they say after that. But well, because after that's not the important part. It's the 7825, code six. Yeah, 7825, code six. And I would be like, does anyone know where that comes from, the 7825, code six? And everyone's like, Dude, I have no idea what you're talking about. Finally, Eric believed me. The only person that believed me was Eric. And then about two weeks ago, Jonesy found the clip and sent it over and like blew my mind. It is really like a soundbite that like every TV show uses over and over again. And it's totally fake. And so every time you're watching like a real cop show, listen in the background. I guarantee you, you'll hear 7825 code six. But I think it's actually 11825 code six. Is it? 
Oh, I don't. I don't remember what it was. Whatever it is, we should. Post I think it that's on what Facebook blew my mind on seeing the the video. I was like, oh, 1120. 70, 78, 25, 78, 70, 20. maybe 78, 25. I don't know. It was yeah. something. Either way, now that I've told you guys about it, you're going to hear it everywhere. Now. Oh, I mean, I've heard it everywhere since we've, me and Pop got our, got access to a, a handy cam once when we were like 17, 18, we just got our licenses and uh, my mother won it on the radio. It was like a, a palm quarter. So she let us have it because she had no use for it. So we would just film random shit. And we always had these like brilliant ideas. And we filmed an episode of Cops one night. And Think, the- wait, I want people to let that sink <laughs> in for a second. This is what we did for free time. We filmed our own episode of Cops. So we had like perps that we had like a car chase with and like arrested them. And it was great. But every time Pop would grab his next tell to make it like it was the dispatch radio in the car, he would always answer with 7825 code 6. <laughs> <laughs> and if I ever can find these tapes and transfer them to digital, I'm going to put that out there. Yeah. Speaking of the lost tapes, us in high school <laughs> and er- like early college making our own films, uh, episodes of Cops, that is the true lost tape yeah, right there but and we actually convinced one of our friends to let us hit him with our car yep. to make it real so we're like dude we have to hit you with the car and it's that like, you serious? guy like, yeah, we'll go slow that guy is dave who fixes all our electric who i got mad at thinking he he, he freaking put turned out a power outage in my house but it wasn't his fault i'm just gonna throw this out there dave thanks for still being our friend yeah man <laughs> first we hit you with a car for the sake of our, a terrible tv show we made <laughs> and then and then eric blames you for electrical problems that are totally not your fault that he actually fixed yeah. so yeah you know what sound effect i hear all the time and you'll see this on tv anytime you see a, a desert scene there's like a bird screech sound effect that drives me i know crazy. it i know exactly what Can sound you, you mean it's it goes something like ah oh uh, yeah yeah and it's like I, I had it as my phone ringer for a long it's time it's usually which, followed by the the uh, rattlesnake the rattlesnake tail? yeah because yeah. they all use the same like yep. sound clips for all that stuff. That's like the other one, the Wilhelm scream. Exactly. That one scream that's been in like a trillion movies. Um, yeah, good times. So, all right. So, Eric, are you? I think you have more, more <laughs> this week. I learns than I've ever seen anyone have. Well, I, I was browsing, man. I was, I was really bored at work this week, and I was just putting stuff. Everything I found, I was putting down. So, if you want a couple of quick ones, I can hit you with more. This Southern American folk song, Come By Here, when recorded by academics, was misheard and retitled Kumbaya. So the song that we all joke around and sing with acoustic guitars, Kumbaya, was really Come By Here, just uh, misinterpreted when it was recorded. They had very thick Southern drawls? Yep. Wow. And um, I also Kumbaya is, is come, come By, by here. here. Wow. It's, like a, it's a hymn. Or her. Not like, no, like an H-Y-M-N. Yeah, I was going to say it's a her in my religion yes, called Pompeyism. Pompeyism. Uh, um, also, the Louvre, which is a... Uh, Isn't that the is, thing I used to wash myself with? That's a Louvre. Oh, 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 oh. Louvre. I really know. I'm not, I'm not dumb. It's a Louvre or it's a Louvre? Louvre. Uh, the Louvre is a um, famous museum in Paris. Yeah. Huge museum. I read that it would take you 100 days to see each piece of art if you spent 30 seconds in front of each piece and stayed in the museum for 24 hours a day, seven days a week. 100 days. 100 days to give 30 seconds to each piece, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. How crazy is that? There's so much stuff in that museum. That well, Even on vacation, if you just popped in there for six hours, you would see nothing. See, you should do that 
when you start living the year 2005 over and over again. You I have take, so much free time. I could take one of those years to do it. Yeah, you just rock out. It's like this year is the year that I don't work or do anything important. I'm going to be the homeless the guy outside of the Louvre, and I'm just going to go inside every day and see everything. But you should go to the Louvre with a loofah just to mess with people. I'm just going to wear a giant one. Just, wear, just be a loofah. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if there's anything in the United States that's like that. Like, is a Smithsonian that size? No way. Yeah, I don't know. No way. That's big. That's very large. A hundred days, and that's if you're giving it every minute of every day. That's giving it 110%. That's giving it 110%. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So um, we got some more this week I learned, but I think just for the sake of time, we'll probably skip them for next week. Wow. Yeah. Well, I got, all right. I'll do one more. I really wanted to hear yours. Okay. I got one more. All right. So teased it to me. (laughs) So there was a lot of plagues in the middle ages uh, in Europe. uh, The bubonic plague being one of the, one of the biggest hits. That's the guy. That was the most viral hit. That was their biggest hit. Yeah. That was their Bohemian Rhapsody. (laughs) Yeah. So the bubonic plague, uh, also known as the black death, um, actually made 10% of Europeans today, 10% of today's Europeans resistant to the HIV virus. That's crazy. That's a crazy stat. Yeah, because these people, if they were they were able to survive the plague, they had a, sp- a certain mutation in their DNA that caused them to be resistant to the plague, which also all their offspring are now uh, have that mutation, which makes them uh, resistant to HIV. That genetic mutation is called CCR5A32, just in case you want to look it up. John the A somewhere. has t- the two dots over it, though. Yeah, so you know they mean business. <laughs> that's, that's some serious <laughs> yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, and they they know that the ten percent of people are immune because that crazy guy in Belgium that tried to infect every single person, Wait, and, what? and only yeah, what? and only ten of them, only ten percent of people were immune. I have no idea what you're talking about, Jones. I, I think he's making a joke, but you never. I know don't know if him. it's a real story. Yeah, that crazy Belgian guy, the doctor. He went and infected everyone with AIDS. Doctor Evil. <laughs> doctor Evil. Yeah. they called it the Belgian that's, dip. That's where Daddy's from. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, Belgium. <laughs> all right on to the next segment what are we doing in the news we're doing in the news bow, bow, bow. which sounds so close to in the nude every time i say it <laughs> um okay so eric i think you have the first one can we steal the current affair one to play before in the news uh yeah as long as we just use a different instrument like instead of using what what is that noise is it's that, probably a synthesizer it's oh can we just use the timpani that we're going to get for other stuff anyway? <laughs> it's going to be a mix of timpani and... Oh, no, a didgeridoo. Or a didgeridoo. It's going to be a mix of oh. timpani, didgeridoo, and Eric going... Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah, you you do a better one than me. <laughs> and my didgeridoo just sounded like a burp, by the way. <laughs> burp. It's like you're saying burp. the word burp. Burp. <laughs> yeah, no. It's also going to be the uh, the synthesizer from having a wonderful Christmas time. Wow, wow, wow. It's a good synth. It's <laughs> a quality synth. Oh my! If we use that sound effect for our like serious like crime, dra- we should make a true crime podcast, <sighs> and it's and, like that'll be the music. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So the other night I was watching uh, um, what was it the uh, the Good Place season finale, and I made the the stupid NBC mistake of not turning the TV off immediately when it ended, and I watched the first three minutes of Law and Order SVU. Oh, and then no. I couldn't fucking change it. You so got- I, I was stuck for 57 more minutes watching this episode because it was so interesting. I hate when that happens. Those shows are so like it's like a formula. You know exactly what's going to happen every episode. But for some reason, they like suck you in. 
Um, anyway, so, all right, Eric, you got in the news. Yeah, um, let's do it. Nothing I hate more, like a new thing that's happening in our lives right now than gender reveals. Not a fan either. I think it's like the, the dumbest, worst, look at me, look at me, like nonsense. Yep. Okay? Uh, people are using uh, gender reveal lasagnas now. Like, that's a thing. So this restaurant is offering um, a party. So you would bring your people there and they would serve lasagna and they would cut into it all at the same time and the inside cheese mixture would either be blue or pink. That's horrendous. It's so dumb. It looks, it's disgusting. You shouldn't even care what gender your kid is. No. Like, they just want them to be healthy and happy. Like, you just want a healthy kid. Yeah, have a healthy like, reveal party. Like, our yeah. kid's doing hey, my, great or our kid's yeah. not doing well. You should get, like, the scans came back. He's doing good, you know? Yay, Yay. everybody cheers, eats lasagna. That's yeah. normal colored. Gender reveals are dumb. Uh, my doctor, uh, for both of our kids, he just, like, well, my daughter, he's like, uh, congratulations, it's a girl, buy some pink shit. That's what he said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what you like we we found out like when she was like uh three like th- my wife was three months pregnant like they find out pretty early or four months pregnant or whatever and people are like oh you're gonna f- you're gonna wait i'm like no it's a girl like that's how i told yeah. people i'm like why is this a build-up who cares i don't understand i don't i guess you're basic and that's, yeah basic that's what it all comes down to yeah, so um, that really chapped my ass this week i thought i'd share it yeah i got a few ones uh that that i don't know if my ass is chapped but maybe you know what's like before chapped, Ooh, irritated, raw, raw. I'm gonna say my 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 ass. No, my that's tush. Weird. Yeah, my it's tush. weird. My I'm not tush. gonna say that. Yeah, uh, I'm not saying that out loud uh, because Jones is gonna turn it into a song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, uh, all right, sorry. Compose yourself, Pop. All right. Uh, you know the sweetheart candies, the little hearts that taste crappy, but for some reason everyone loves oh, them. Oh, I love them. You love them? Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> but they like say things on it, like be mine or whatever. Um, a new company took over that those candies, and they like weren't ready for like the demand and did not make enough. So there will be no sweetheart candies this Valentine's No way. Day. Are you kidding me? There's gonna be no sweetheart candies. I don't. I don't believe that for a second. All right. Oh, check the internets. Well, I mean, I'm going to check CVS. <laughs> or CVS or the internet, whatever. I feel like all sweetheart candies were made in 1910. And, <laughs> and that, you take all the ones you don't eat and you just give them back. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's just chalk with sugar on it. So, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> to each cool. their own, Eric. That's um, crazy. <laughs> all right, I got another one. So this one, for anyone who works in corporate America, white collar America, uh, if they've ever been caught up in a reply all apocalypse... Have you ever heard of these? I've it's, been on them, yeah. It's when somebody, uh, uh, like a mass corporate email goes out and somebody, instead of replying to the sender, replies to everybody in the fucking company. That's right. Well, they'll yeah. reply all, but what happens is, right? So it's ha- it has happened to me many a time in my life. What happens is someone will send out a message to a huge distribution list, but they won't use like the, the blind CC thing. So you see everyone that's on it. So when you reply all, you're literally going to email could be like 11,000 people. That's right? yeah. So yeah. what happens is the first reply to it is not the problem because people just will ignore it. Be like, Oh, this idiot just replied all to everything. What happens is without question, somebody will reply all to that reply all saying, please remove me from this distribution. Right. For the record, First off, this whole thing could be avoided if you just reply to the person who started it and yes. say, remove me from the distribution. But they can't rep- remove you from the distribution, by the way, because it's a reply all chain now that no one's in control of anymore. So someone will write, please remove me from the distribution. And then someone else will reply all to that saying, stop replying all. 
But they reply all while they stop replying all. And then someone else will come in and say, hey, guys, like, I know we're about to start like this reply all like apocalypse. Everyone, here's how you could avoid this becoming a reply all. But that reply would also be a reply all. And then someone will reply all to that to say, please remove me from this distribution. And then someone else will say, don't reply all. And then all of a sudden, there's thousands of emails that go out of just everyone yelling at each other. Why wouldn't everybody stop after the fourth guy who actually tried to put a list of how to stop it? You would think that nobody else from that point would reply all. Because, Eric, individual people in this planet are smart. (laughs) No, no, no. I I get it. I'm saying you would think. Groups of people are morons. (laughs) Yes. So you watch the stupidity go. And the best part is the people who get mad and reply all think they're smart. And they're like, look at these idiots. Let me tell all these idiots how stupid they're being. And then reply all. And you're like, you're the idiot. You're the one who replied all also. You're adding to the problem. You don't even realize because your brain's not like computing this. Like at first it was poor Barbara from payroll who made a mistake because she doesn't know computers well. Exactly. Like one innocent mistake turns into what's called the reply all apocalypse. But then then the chads have to take over and and try and put everybody down. Yeah. And they're doing the same thing Barbara did. Exactly. And I... Don't get mad at Barbara. I get mad at Chad. 100%. See, and then you got me at the bottom of the list. I love those because I, I reply to them on purpose. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I can't wait. This is going to be so much fun, guys. Check this out. Dude, if you work in a company with like, you know, thousands and thousands of employees on it, it could go. It could go. Now, just imagine if this, if you had one with 11,000 people and you said, hey, check out this great podcast I found, Dinner for Dessert. <laughs> and all those people, free advertising. Uh, that's yes. a pretty great idea, actually. <laughs> So anyway, Microsoft had this happen, and why it's such a big deal at Microsoft is because these are this is a computer company. <laughs> like you guys know better than this. You're better than that, Microsoft. And there was eleven thousand five hundred and forty three people in this reply all apocalypse. So bad that it made it on the news. Does it say how many people actually replied all? Like how many of those went out? Well, I would probably imagine there was. Uh, thousands and thousands of emails. That's crazy. And by the way, you know how you fix it? This is this. There's a feature in Microsoft Outlook where you could say ignore conversation and you click ignore conversation. What happens is every time one of those go in, they go right into the trash. Perfect. So you don't even see them anymore. So anytime it happens, if you're ever in an email apocalypse, don't freak out. Don't worry. Just hit right click, ignore conversation. Perfect. Life over. Like life. No, life is continues life's not over problem over life goes on (laughs) yeah you die end of days so there's a trade-off you don't get any of these emails but you die instantly so yeah so choose wisely see what i was always told was to stand in the doorway because the the apocalypse could not get you it was the structurally safest point oh that either the doorway or in the uh, tub or the bathtub the bathtub you can't get the apocalypse can't get you in the bathtub oh great all right so we got so much to do and so little time wait are we doing trivia uh i have trivia oh you do have trivia yeah, you want to do trivia? Oh, so let's do trivia. All right, let's do it. Wait, do we have... We don't have trivia music yet. Nope. Uh, so oh, yeah, we do. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's, it's trivia. trivia. <laughs> we don't need it recorded by Jones. No. I'll do that shit live every week. Like I always say, we're professionals. That's how we roll. All right. Oh, I'm so, so pumped. I didn't know you had trivia. This is exciting. I got eight questions for you guys. Wow. Uh, and they span from easy to difficult. But uh, you know, What's the theme? Do we have a theme? or The theme is um, things that make me happy. 
Just kidding. There's no theme. <laughs> that was a lie. <laughs> I just literally lied to your face. Um, okay, so we're going to make this fair because I don't want it to seem like whatever reason I'm like I'm, I'm putting certain questions to, to, to one of you. Uh, you guys got to do rock, paper, scissors for who goes first. Of course. That's, how, that's just going to be the rule. Yeah. Rock, paper, scissors says shoot. Oh, right. and Eric wins with scissors over paper. Okay, so here we go. Question number one. Which sporting legend is nicknamed the Great One? That would be Wayne Gretzky. You are correct. That is correct. That is correct. Nice. Jonesy, you ready? Yes. What soft drink, not Red Bull, what soft drink (laughs) used the ad slogan, Obey Your Thirst, for almost two decades? Obey Your Thirst. I feel like I'm going to get this wrong. You better not, because we're literally on the easy questions right now. It's Mountain Dew. It's Sprite. It's Sprite. Really? Jones, if anyone was going to know that one, I figured it would be you because of your love for soft drinks. You love soda more than anyone I know. Oh, but I don't. No, I don't. I don't. No, I don't. You you love love Red Bull, which is soda. I love Red Bull, but regular soda I don't drink almost ever. Well, I'll take that one question lead right now. Yeah. All right. So one nothing, Eric. All right, Eric. Which actress played a character named Ellen Ripley in the movie Alien? That would be Ms. Sigourney Weaver. You're wrong. Uh, it's Cuba Gooding Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. No, you're right. <laughs> um, I actually wrote that joke in my notes. Did, no, you <laughs> yes, didn't. I did. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I just broke the fourth wall. <laughs> I never write down any jokes, by the way. That, that was the only thing. All right. Um, Jonesy. Yes. This question is, if you get this wrong, I'm going to be very upset with you. Johnny Depp's breakthrough role was in which 1984 movie? Oh, Johnny no. Depp. Oh, no. Johnny Depp. I don't know Johnny Depp that good. 1984. It was a horror movie. I think I have to give Jonesy like the trivia training wheels. Is that okay, Eric? You're up to nothing. Yeah, that could disappear real quick. Okay, all right. You get no you get no other hints except for it's a horror movie. Was it a nightmare on Elm Street? You are correct. Yeah, oh. man. Dream Warriors. Jesus. Oh. I thought like that was common knowledge for like for people. No? We're we're I guess we're in the mediums now. Okay. Eric, without looking, no cheating. Okay. You can't look. Well, what You'll understand you're gonna understand in a second. Okay. On a standard computer keyboard, okay. <laughs> what letter is to the right of the letter K? And for the folks listening right now, you can't cheat either and see if you could answer it. It's to the right of the letter K. The right of the letter K. Huh. Just I guess. You have like, I don't know how many, I think there's 20, <laughs> how many letters in the alphabet? 26? There's, yeah, 28. Something like that. There's like 37 letters in the alphabet, so you have like a pretty good chance of just guessing it. L. You are correct. Wow. Wow. Good job. I'm like very impressed right now. I just went with the actual alphabet. You like A, B, C, J. Yeah, that works. Um, so the score is now three to one, Eric. Okay, Jonesy, you ready? Now yeah. we're, they're going to start getting a little bit harder. All right. 
What was the original name of the New York Yankees? Wow, that's a lot harder. Yeah, we just took it up a notch. Was it the New York Giants? No, that was another team. That is incorrect. Eric, I'll give you a chance to, to answer, but it won't count for the score. Brooklyn Dodgers? No. The Pawtucket Red Sox? The Pawtucket Red Sox. You are incorrect. <laughs> uh, is the New York New York Highlanders. I hate baseball, so. Yeah, baseball's a terrible sport. Yeah. New York Highlanders. Well, well cool, fun fact. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I told you this could get hard. All right. Eric, you're never going to get this one. That's how much faith I have. In you. Awesome. Awesome lead in. Thank you. <laughs> this question should be great. <laughs> Which South African antelope lent its name to an athletic shoe? <laughs> Which South African antelope lent its name to an athletic shoe? Gazelle? No. Yeah, the look that you just gave him. <laughs> what the hell kind of question is that? The answer is the Reebok. The Reebok. I don't know why I keep saying things twice. But it's fun. <laughs> the Reebok. <laughs> He's so mad at me right now. Oh, I'm not mad. What's the score anyway? You're still winning. I won. Yeah, you won. There's one more question, and no one's ever going to get this. I just wanted to say this out loud. I went three for four tonight, yeah, and I answered one of Jones's. I'm good. Yeah, you're I'm, crushing I'm happy it. with myself. Yeah, you're crushing it. All right, Jonesy, last question of the game. All right. In Germany, where would you be if you were inside a cranking house? <laughs> oh man <laughs> where would you be if you were in a kranken house a kranken house kranken uh, kranken house would i be in a pool you would not be in a pool can i guess yeah um a sausage factory <laughs> no but that's a good answer um <laughs> uh I just wanted to say Kranken House on the, on, the, on the air, by the way. That's the only reason this what is question's it? here. It's a hospital. Wow. I just figured they do make a lot of like worsts and stuff, which are sausages. So and they just crank them out? I wasn't. I, I, <laughs> just cranking out I wasn't sausage. even saying it as like the joke. I was saying it as, it's a place in Germany I can imagine. Yeah. Well, um, a Kranken House is a, uh, is a hospital. So um, this was a fantastic game of trivia. You guys did great. Yeah, I mean, I, I kicked the shit out of Jones. <laughs> yeah, and by yeah. you guys did great. I mean, Eric, you did great. Jonesy, that was embarrassing. <laughs> it, was like, it was like that Sprite question I could have answered. The other ones were like, bop. <laughs> the fact that you didn't get the Sprite question blew my mind. I thought like. Me too. I thought that was like common knowledge. We should have been tied up 2-2 going into that third question, which would have made it a lot more serious. Yeah. The only soft drink slogan i've ever heard is diet pepsi uh-huh <laughs> that was their slogan <laughs> what i remember the diet the diet no one else remembers it i can't even find the commercial on youtube really this is my fingernail this is uh, my zipper what's that called when they go back and change the mandela effect the mandela i feel effect. like that commercial has been mandela affected from us is it possible that we made up a, a diet coke commercial and just sang it our whole lives and we don't even realize that we invented it <sighs> Dude, it's weird. I've looked it up so many times on YouTube to find it or anywhere. Nowhere. Doesn't exist. Weird. So when we say this is my fingernail, this, this is, is my, my zipper, zipper, no one knows what we're talking about? No. I'll, I'll find it for you guys. It was a commercial where it was like a, a guy, um, a musician, and he was playing like a live show, and he was at a piano, 
and he's like I wrote this new song and he's like British and he's like this is my fingernail this is my zipper <laughs> and it's like to diet to diet to diet to diet and like it's, it gets like and the crowd's like chanting it with him and it was a diet Pepsi commercial it was so good it was a great commercial uh, the world needs to see this commercial so Jonesy if you could find it it doesn't exist anymore yeah or it never did Mandela effect man shit wow so I, can't, I hate when this happens. This is like the sad part of the show. It like bums me out because now I have to live the rest of my day without doing this. Yeah. Can we just podcast 24-7? Can we be like the Truman Show of podcasting? <laughs> We'd have to like move in here. Be, That's fine. There's room. Th- three dudes and, a, and a, your wife and two babies. <laughs> yeah, why not? Jones, you want to move in? This is a comfortable chair. Good, good spot. Uh, I hate this. Well, it's unfortunately that time of the show. Where we have to let you know, first and foremost, we appreciate you. We appreciate you very much. Thank you to everyone that uh, has been listening, old and new fans alike. We love you so much. Um, we actually had some listeners this week from Switzerland, Turkey, Italy, and Panama. So to you guys, get in touch with us because yeah. that's pretty great. We're going global, man. Going global. Hitting the, hitting the, hitting the big out there markets. Yeah. Our stats. Can I, can I just brag about yeah, it? Yeah, sure. We've basically doubled our bandwidth, our stats uh, across all platforms month over month versus uh, December. So, so again, keep it up, guys. Keep listening. Tell all your friends. Yeah, you guys are doing a great job. We totally appreciate you and all the hard work you're doing pushing us. Um, so, you know, the deal. Check us out on Instagram, Dinner for Dessert, Twitter, DFD Podcast. Email us, Dinner for Dessert at gmail.com. Uh, Facebook's stupid. So, yeah, yeah, whatever. Facebook's the worst. <laughs> And uh yeah man until uh until next week bye peace